Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking about information security careers today. It's my pleasure to be talking with Alan Boardman. He is the past president of the ISACA chapter in London. He is currently an international board member with ISACA, and he is also, interestingly enough, the chair of the Credentialing and Careers Management Committee. Alan, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for the opportunity to talk to you. You've had a distinguished career in information security. You still have a distinguished career. Tell me a little bit about yourself, the work that you do, and your role with ISACA. Thank you, Tom. So um, I, I, I guess I started life off as an accountant, but I've moved into IT, audit and security and risk management uh, fairly early on. Um, you know, I've worked for some, some of the big organizations on a global you know, scale. Um, and my involvement with ISACA goes back uh, over 15 years at a local chapter level, but more recently at the international level, um, working with ISACA in various committees, um, currently, as you mentioned, chairing the Credential and Career Management Board, uh, which oversees the four main credentials uh, within ISACA. Let's talk a little bit about the situation that we see globally. We know that there is a shortage within information security. And my question for you is, are we looking at a shortage of individuals or are we looking at a shortage of particular skills? I think it's it's more of a letter. So there are a lot of people who work in the information security space. Um, but I think what we're seeing is there are specific skills, particularly with cybersecurity being very much uh, on the forefront of everybody's minds right now. Um, it's clearly been identified that cybersecurity is one of the big gaps. Now, um, in my opinion, it's across the whole range. So, you know, there's a very deep technical skills and architecture skills and security specialists, uh, but also the business skills that uh, are in short supply. And so, you know, th that is one of the areas that ISAC has identified that we need to focus on. Well, let's talk about gaps. Where do you see gaps and what's ISAC doing about that to fill those gaps? Yeah, so some of the, some of the gaps... Um, I would see specifically is around providing some specific security guidance uh, to organizations to address the issues in you know the current I guess topical areas like you know big data cloud security you know mobile computing those are all topics where people need more detailed specific guidance uh, and, and tools to be able to help them through that. Let's talk about the credentialing program. You currently have four major credentials. Exactly. Absolutely. How is the credential programming program evolving to help fill gaps and to meet the needs that organizations have? Okay, so from an ISACA perspective, we've traditionally been seen as uh, focusing on the, the audit credentials, so the CISA. Um, the Certified Information Security Manager, CISM, came after that, and it's been around for about 10, 12 years. Um, and then we also have the SeaGuide uh, credential for uh, IT governance, uh, and more recently we have the C-Risk specifically for risk professionals. So how ISACA is positioning those credentials is across the whole spectrum of uh, trust professionals. Um, so ISACA's tagline is trust in and value from um, information systems. Uh, and those credentials speak quite clearly uh, across all those trust, uh, trust professional uh, activities. So Alan, you've been in the information security profession for some time. Your opinion, what is going to be necessary to attract more individuals to the information security profession and ensure that they do develop the right skills to meet not just today's needs, but certainly tomorrow's needs. I know that you've been a part of discussions about what do we need in the profession five years out, ten years out. What can we be doing today 
to ensure that we've got the right individuals and the right skills in the profession five and ten years down the road. Yeah, so, I mean, one of the key things would be to um, have a clear career path for those individuals. Uh, so, you know, they can be motivated. I think already... Uh, one of the main reasons people like working in this area is because there are it's an interesting area with ever-changing demands and needs and you know challenging things around every corner uh, but I think it is important to provide uh, people working in the space with clear career progression uh, paths as well. So one of the things ISACA is looking at, and we have a, a career within our credentialing career management board, we actually have a career management uh, task force specifically looking at what resources we need to provide not only to our existing constituents but also to new people entering this uh, marketplace so that they can have a clearer idea about uh, you know, career paths uh, and uh, skills and experience requirements to, to fill those uh, positions. So your advice to someone that wants to enter the, career, the profession today, it could be someone starting their career, it could be someone looking for a career change. What advice would you give to someone coming in? Get involved. Uh, there's a lot of resources out there. Um, I think you have to have a passion for this. And it, um, my advice would be to look at some of the structured programs, whether it's uh, you know, a university or college degree, or a uh, you know, master's degree in information security or information assurance, um, you know, and, and look for those opportunities, but also reach out to the, the broader information security community because there are loads of opportunities. Uh, people are looking for you know, bright people to come in and help us in this whole kind of cybersecurity space. It seems like you've got a fairly tight information security community, at least here in the UK. Is that reflective of the community in Europe? I guess I can really speak for uh, the UK and London specifically. So you're right, I mean, we do have a very close-knit community there, uh, particularly around the financial services sector, because, you know, that's London's strength, I guess. Um, Europe is, we have the language, I guess, differences, but at the same time, it's only a short top across to, uh, you know, attend a conference or a meeting, and whether it's Paris or Berlin or Amsterdam. Um, and there is a strong network, particularly in the ISOCA community, where we, you know, we share information, we share uh, speakers. Uh, you know, it's not unusual for someone from Spain in Barcelona to or Barcelona to come across and speak at one of our events, and for you know people from from the UK to to go and speak at events in Europe, mainland as well. Well, Alan, I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you very much, Tom. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Appreciate that.